Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm John Cypher. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom, what up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection. Fast, free shipping. Um, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. It's the way that tire buying should be. Welcome in. Man, we got a good show for you. Um, hmm. Well, we finally have what we've been waiting for. Finally have what we've been waiting for, which is... We have something to talk about with the hot stove league, right? But it's not a big signing. It's a big trade that you'd think will probably lead to a big signing. Juan Soto, who, remember, turned down uh, what we were told was $400 million in a contract extension with the Washington Nationals, then was traded to the Padres. Um, That was the second half of last, uh, not last year, previous year. Had a slow start and then an outstanding finish. Padres underachieved, but most of it was because some of the Soto's and others slow start. A lot of it was they're pitching uh, at injuries and wasn't particularly good. Um, so the Padres have been in a bit of financial dire straits with their owner dying and a lot of bills, a team that was built to make the playoffs and gain that playoff review, as well as the fact that they lost their local TV uh, rights holder with Bally's. They're a bit of a mess. Had to borrow $50 million, ask for $100 million. But in Juan Soto, an asset that you traded for to sign eventually, 
Now with others like Fernando Tatis Jr. already signed up for the long term, it probably isn't the money there, and you don't want to be in an angel Shohei Otani. Either he signs with us or we get nothing sort of deal. So you get, you get a seven-player trade. Two go to the Yankees and five go to the Padres. Here's, um, here's A.J. Preller, who's the GM of the Padres, on if he thought the Padres had to trade Soto. I don't think it's, you know, ultimately like, hey, you have to trade, you know, any, any particular. I think we looked at a lot of different combos in the last few weeks. You know, I think our, our group is always creative and, and looking at all different possibilities. Um, you know, different players that, that we have on our roster. Hey, would we move those players and keep Juan? We move those players and, and look to do an extension with Juan. You know, ultimately kept coming back to Juan. Just, you know, again, he's, he's in, you know, one of the best players in the game of baseball. There's a lot of interest. There were teams that were, that were talking about him. Um, and again, I think the lineup with the Yankees Yankees in terms of a team that had real pitching for us that uh, that fit what we were trying to do and also enables us to do some other things. Right. And that money that would have been allocated for Soto, now they can spread around and build an entire baseball team. Total win for the Padres. Uh, for the Yankees, this is kind of classic Yankees move, right? Where instead of signing a guy, you trade for a guy that you ultimately want to sign and you have deep enough pockets to sign him. It gives you youth where you had age. You know, John Carlos Stanton's not a spring chicken. Neither is Aaron Judge. Right? You get a really young guy who gets on base a ton and can hit. He doesn't have a plus arm. Not great in the field. I don't think he's as good a as good in new baseball as he used to be, but he still gets on base a ton. Doesn't steal bases, so that didn't change. They didn't add speed. And he can't pitch, and they need pitching. But in terms of lineup and needing left-handers, you know, they in the last two days, they've gotten two everyday left-handed hitters to go along with Stanton and, uh, and Judge and giving them an unbelievable front end of their lineup. But now you got to build for 2023, 2024, and beyond, which is you need an incredible bullpen, a depth of arms, and you need a lot more speed. That's how baseball's played. And I, I frankly, like, I, I love it for the Padres. The Padres had been going for off these big ticket guys for a while now, and it hadn't worked out. I mean, it worked out for one series in the playoffs to beat the Dodgers. But if you haven't realized that baseball has changed dramatically, you're not paying attention. You got to be an athlete, got to cover the field. You got to have a better arm because, again, you don't have the shifts. You have more balls played naturally to your position and you got to have more speed on the base pass. I don't think that does this for the Yankees. It just doesn't. Does it make them better? Of course. Righty lefty, righty lefty with four incredible hitters. Yeah, they, they'll be awesome. Um, but you win in baseball with a depth of bullpen arms, sometimes starting arms, speed, athleticism, and frankly, defense matters. I, I actually like this move for the Padres better than I liked any of the big ticket guys that they brought in. Here's Brian Cashman talking about what they want the Yankees to ultimately look like. 
we're not going to trick anybody. We're not going to be something we're not. We're, you know, we've got good people here. Uh, you know, whether it's manager, coaches, uh, you know, his new teammates, uh, as well as you know our fans and uh, and the, the tri-state area. There's a lot to offer. Um, so I think that's a recruiting beacon for anybody. Uh, I know the question specifically about Juan Soto, but uh, I think they're you know we certainly want to try always to you know under the Steinbrenner leadership to to make this you know the mecca of baseball. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a uh, Soto's a young star. He's a young star, and it does get them younger. And the idea of being attractive to other guys, that sounds good. What's most attractive to other players is money. Now, you could say that all the money at the top end looks the same, but the truth is it's mostly who's going to play me the most money, then what's the most comfortable, and am I comfortable in the clubhouse with the guys? Soto's supposedly an awesome guy. But I, I don't believe any of that has, you know, we're trying to build the mecca of baseball, make people comfortable. And you know what you should do? Yankee fans are great when you're winning. Win games. Best way to win games, have better pitching. Problem is, trade away a bunch of pitching in this trade. Trade away a bunch of pitching in this trade. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. 
Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's uh, let's welcome in. He's a guy who's been the director of player personnel for the Chicago Bears, and uh, he joins us every week. He's Josh Lucas. He joins us now on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, Josh, let, let's start with the Packers and their resurgence. It's around Jordan Love. What, what what's led to this turnaround with the Packers? Yeah, they have um, looked really impressive both sides of the ball uh, these past few weeks. By far, of all these uh, NFC wildcard contenders right now, they're the strongest team on tape offensively. you got to give a lot of credit to the head coach in staying with this quarterback, keeping him, keeping the offense on rhythm. You know, they, they lost Bakhtahari early. Their starting running back, Aaron Jones, has been in and out of the lineup. Um They've they've created run game through these reverses, through these jet sweeps. They make you defend the width of the field in the run game, keeping them on schedule and, and allowing for a lot of these throws from the quarterback to just be rhythm on time throws in the offense. And when he has to create, and he has to do it on his own, whether it's showing poise in the pocket, keeping his eyes downfield, um, allowing receivers to come open, making the throw, or stealing a first down with his legs because he's athletic. Um, it's been really impressive to watch. This past week, I thought against the Chiefs, you know, he didn't have to make a lot of stressful throws. Like I thought a lot of the stuff just came through through the offense and just doing what he had to do, and um, they're playing well on both sides of the ball defensively. With, with Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith and, and all the guys they have on the defensive line, they're starting to get a lot of pressure. You saw that on uh, Sunday night. They actually got Mahomes to the ground. So they are going to be a tough out going forward. Where are you on Jordan Love? If, if you're in that room, they got Jordan Love under contract for $8 million next year. Um, what would your opinion be of him long-term as of now? Yeah, right now, what he's shown the past few weeks, it's definitely looking much more like a yes um, than it is a no. And the window always is on, on with these young quarterbacks is to try to win it all on the rookie deal. I don't know if they'll be able to accomplish that because they're going to have to pay them sooner than later. later. But, um, you know, the ability to play on time, the ability to create offense when he can, you know, and he has all the traits. It's it's definitely looking like a yes, Doug. Are you a Brock Purdy is the MVP of the league as of now guy? Uh, you know, you know, I'm a Brock Purdy guy. I, I rode with him even during the three game losing streak. But it's more my opinion of the MVP award, the Heisman. It's become who's the most productive guy on a good team. He's not the MVP of the league. I don't think he's the MVP of his team. 
You know, I think Trent Williams and Debo Samuels are more valuable pieces on that offense. If you ask me who the MVP, the most valuable player of this league is on tape this year, offensively to me, and I think for the whole league, it's Tyreek Hill. And defensively, it's Miles Garrett. Those are the two most valuable players. You could throw Micah Parsons in there. Yep. Just from the just from the quarterback standpoint, Doug, I think C.J. Stroud and Patrick Mahomes are more valuable to their team than Brock Purdy. I love Brock Purdy. I think he's a good quarterback, but he's surrounded by greatness, and, and that's why he's in the mix. Right, and when he struggled, it's when Trent Williams didn't play. When he struggles, when they've had other injuries, right? Uh, so, 100%. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you as well. It doesn't take away from what he's done or who he is or that team, it just kind of contextual. I'm with you. I think Tyreek Hill is because he's such a good route runner. He's so dynamic. Like you just, you simply have to game plan for him and you can't really game plan for him. And, and, and Mahomes is, is similar. All right. Speaking of Mahomes, um, can they win it all with that, with the offensive skill players that they have? Wow. You know, I can't believe they let Tyree kill all the building. They're the one team that could survive it. Uh, the explosive players that they have are not every down players. Tony Valdez Scanton, um, you know, they're, they're more role, you know, even they brought back Hardman. They're more, they're more, you know, gadget role players than they are every down players. Pachenko to me is the only explosive player they have that they can really count on right now, which brings us, you know, to my concern. With Kelsey, 34 years old, you know, this is his 11th year. You know, I knew it was going to be trouble early in the season, you know, with the ankle and the knee. And, and call it what you want, Doug, but on tape, it looks like he's got a ball and chain attached to his leg, and he just can't shake it off. His, his explosive plays are down this year. He's struggling to separate versus man coverage. He's surviving on, you know, instinct and feel. And so his production comes from finding like the blank space, you know, versus zone coverage. It's his play style. And, you know, I, I think like teams are ready for it. And, you know, without those explosives in this offense, you saw it on Sunday night. It turned into a love story and it was all about Green Bay and what they did. So, you know, you talk about playoffs, you can't count them out. They got a Hall of Fame head coach. They got the best quarterback ever to do it. They're going to have to rely on their defense, you know, but with Kelsey just kind of, you know, more, not so much a lead man, more, more or less like an anti-hero right now. You know, it's definitely going to be a tall task for them to get back to the Super Bowl. All right, let me ask you about the Patriots. We're going to see them tonight. Um, they switch quarterbacks, and it's just as bad, if not worse. How is it? Is, is it just they don't have the guys, or is there something schematically they're not doing as well? Well, you got, you got, you know, Bill O'Brien, who's been there, done that. Uh, so, you know, it's some personnel issue. It's hard to be last. You got to go back to 2011 to find a team that's averaging 12 points a game. You know, that was the St. Louis Rams. Fun fact, Josh McDaniels, offensive coordinator of that team. Um, it's hard to be last. You know, I was a part of the worst defense in the NFL in 2012. It was the year Coach Payton was suspended. You know, the first day he came back into the building, building, he told us it's hard to be first and it's hard to be last. And, he, you know, he fired the defensive coordinator the next day. 
uh, Steve, Steve Spagnola, who's, you know, obviously with the Chiefs. So, you know, they don't have explosive plays. If you look at yards per game, rushing, passing, they move it as well as some teams. They don't score points. That comes down usually to the Jimmys and the Joes, and they, they just do not have the explosive element on their team in the run game or the pass game. And then you get to this point of the season, you're compounding losses, you lose trust, you lose confidence, and, and you get the ugly mess that, that they have right now. It's terrible. I mean, it's the it's, it's the worst thing to watch I've ever seen. Yep. I mean, and I talked to the Chargers. Bill's like, man, you, he's like, their defense is good. Their offense is a, just a train wreck, just a, a complete and utter train wreck. The Dolphins have the best record in the AFC. Is that a team that can win games in the playoffs? So, of all these teams that are winning their divisions in the AFC, they're the team, in my person, that I trust the least. It all comes up to Matt, down to matchups in the playoffs, and these things turn into a little bit of street fights. And they are—they're finesse. It's—they're not a real gritty, tough team on offense. It's—it's it's all timing and rhythm. They have not beat a team with a winning record this year. I think that speaks a lot to their struggles when they play a defense that can push them around up front take them out of their run game, take them out of their timing and rhythm. The quarterback doesn't play really well off script in a noisy pocket. Like all those things that you really need for, in my opinion, to be a true contender in the playoffs. That scares me. Jalen Phillips injury on defense. He was really coming on as a premier pass rusher in this league. That hurts them. Now, outstanding head coach, very smart head coach, offensive coordinator, one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. They're going to get in. Do they, they have a shot? Absolutely. But probably the team I trust the least as far as the AFC division winners. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, I mean, a different version of the old Colts teams with Peyton Manning where they were they were so much timing and rhythm. Um, now, those teams with Edron James ran, ran the football better. And then the defense was really small and speedy and designed to play with a lead. And that's, yep. that, that's not how the playoffs work. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. You know, you, the, the running the ball, you know, grinding it out. They're more of a finesse run team. Uh, and then obviously defense, which, which they've gotten a lot better, especially with these corners. Um, but I, I think you just go back and they've played three teams this entire year with a winning record. They're 0-3 against, you know, the, those opponents. And so it's just, it's just hard for me to trust, Doug. Okay. What about the Eagles? Now that you've seen the Eagles against the Niners, what is your opinion of that team? And we've seen, you mentioned start of the year, like, hey, different play caller, never called plays before. It's going to be different. It's going to take them a while. We're mid to later season. And against the Niners, they got dismembered. What are your thoughts on the Eagles? Yeah, you're, you're, I think you're feeling those two coordinators being gone. Um, offensively, they have become entirely too reliant on Jalen Hurts to make plays off script. You don't feel the rhythm to their offense. I, I feel like they're, they have a play caller. I don't feel an offensive coordinator. You watch the San Francisco tape, and then you put the Philly offense in, it looks like two different sports. It, it doesn't look like the same. They're, they're, it, it's just too reliant on the quarterback, and, and it shouldn't be that way because they are so talented. They protect better than anyone. They have two outstanding receivers. 
They can run the ball. Uh, they they need to find more rhythm in their offense, more balance, and not just rely on Jalen to, to hold the ball and create plays because it leads to inconsistency, and I think that's what you saw Sunday. Defensively, they have to win up front because they're back. Now, they had two – Two big injuries on on Sunday that really hurt them because San Francisco, with their ability to keep Philly's defense off balance, neutralized that D line. It became San Fran's skill versus Philly's skill. Philly had two guys out there: Nickel Bradley Roby and their middle linebacker Cunningham. Uh, Eli Ricks played for Bradley Roby and had a long day. They attacked to the pigeon. They found them, um, and San Fran's skill just overwhelmed them. So I trust their D line in the playoffs. They have to find a better r- rhythm on offense. It just can't be about Jalen Hurts. No, it it cannot. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Josh Lucas is our guest, former director of player personnel with the Chicago Bears, telling you what the the tape actually says, not what uh, people try and just kind of repeat. Um, I, I gotta ask you about the Rams. How are they doing? Uh, we we went to Rams camp. Uh, they had some optimism. Then you talk to people like, yeah, not a lot, not a lot there. How are they doing this? Yeah, head coach, coaching matters. You got one of the best head coaches in the league. They got an outstanding front office. You watch this team right now, and on both sides of the ball, you're seeing some bright young spots really, really develop. You know, and and they're not first round picks. You know, there's only one of them's a second round pick on offense. Kieran Williams, 2022 fifth round pick. 2023 fifth-round pick, Puka Nakua, who could be the rookie of the year this year if it wasn't for C.J. Stroud. These guys have been bright spots. They have an outstanding system on offense. Obviously, a high-end play caller. Their offensive line is always, you know, together they execute really well. When you break it down individually, it's just a bunch of guys. But they always kind of play above their talent level, very similar to San Francisco. Um, and obviously, they got an experienced quarterback. And, and on defense, you know, with Aaron Donald still kind of running the show. Again, two young players on defense that jump out on tape to me. Third round pick this year out of Tennessee, Byron Young, and another third round pick out of Wake Forest, Kobe Turner, have been um, productive. You know, they have over ten sacks together, and you know they just play fundamental football. They're kind of middle of the pack in every statistic you look at. They don't turn the ball over and they know how to win football games. And and obviously always the schedule plays a matter, you know, plays a factor. They were kind of left for dead at three and six. They get Seattle at the right time. They win a close game. They play Arizona, who's obviously not very good, and then they get Cleveland at the perfect time. And next thing you know, you're six and six, and you're in the you know, you're you're in the wild card talk. Um, and it's it's a culture of winning, and that's what I love to see. These young players, they're learning how to win games, and and with this general manager and head coach, they will turn it around. They'll start getting their resources back to acquire star players, and next thing you know, this this team will be right at the top again because they have a really good front office and. A Hall of Fame head coach. It's the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of uh, Josh Lucas, who's a former director of player, player personnel with the Chicago Bears. He joins us every week. Josh, you're the best, man. Thanks so much for joining us. We enjoy the games a whole lot more when you give us all this info. Thanks. Thanks, Doug. All right. Uh, man, I just, I'm like taking down notes listening to him. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. So good. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your boat, RV, ATV, motorcycle, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com.
Gottlieb.com. Coming next to the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Oh, my goodness. It is game time, and we are drafting. Find out what next. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way. A brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before. Tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver Airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's welcome in. He's Cole Swindell. And um, now, are you performing just a private show or a private show and at halftime of the national championship game? Uh. Just a uh, just a private show, to my knowledge. No uh, no halftime performance, but uh, just excited to be out there. I've, I mean, I'm actually going to the game, but I think performing the night before. Um, okay, now you you went to Georgia Southern. Are you a dog fan? Is that is that the the school that you consider to be uh, your squad? Uh, now Georgia Southern will always be my. Uh, that's you know that that's my team. Everybody, I think, just because I'm from Georgia, assumes that, but. I uh, yeah, that's where my whole family went. I uh, went there, but I do have a nephew graduated from Georgia recently. Another nephew in school there, and uh, yeah, so it's it's uh, I'm, I'll always be an eagle, though. 
Okay, so I, I guess the, the question becomes, what are your feelings on the, on the college football playoff in the committee? Georgia out, Ohio State out, most notably Florida State undefeated out, but they don't have their quarterback. Um, yeah. When you saw it, what did you think? I just, uh, how glad I was I wasn't on the committee having to <laughs> decide that. That is, uh, golly, I mean, that's just tough for for a lot of different reasons. I know, I mean, I, I know how passionate fans are about college football, especially your team. You go undefeated and don't get selected. I don't know how that happens, but then I understand trying to put the best four, you know, teams in there, but then, I mean, I, I don't know how Georgia is not one of the best four teams in the country. Uh, so it's just a, all around. I, I don't know how they came up with that. I've got buddies on, on that pull for different teams. My guitar player is a huge Florida State fan. Um, I've got another guitar player who's a huge Alabama fan. So it's, uh, you know, it's just a tough spot to, to be in, and I'm glad I didn't have to decide that. But I'm excited to watch, see what happens. But I do feel bad for the fan bases that kind of got screwed there. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, but it, it's a real thing. Like if you, if you grow up, you live in the South, everybody's got their team and yeah. uh, there, there, there is, there's no changing teams. There's no changing focus. This is, this is who you, uh, who, who you are and what you're about. Your, your rise to prominence is amazing, right? Like um, you leave school in 07 and you yeah. move into Nashville and you, you wrote for other people. And there's so many country stars now that began their career writing for other people. What's that like, though, when you see someone else sing what you work so hard on and they get so much of the accolades and the success? What, what's that like in comparison to when you're doing it yourself? You know, I think it's completely different. I mean, there's some parts that, that are the same, but I remember, you know, when I moved to Nashville, that's what I, I'd been playing the bars and loved being on stage and singing, but I, I knew I needed to be a better songwriter. That's just kind of what I'd heard that, you know, in this town, it's all about the song and there's a million people that here that can sing and probably sing a lot better than you, but if you've got the song that they can't take that from you, you know, that's uh that's how a lot of people get out there, like you said, and that's how I got my name out there. And, and you're gladly giving them up at that point because you're broke trying to make a living and somebody believing in your song, uh, you know, life-changing, especially if it hits the radio. And like I said, I really do, don't know if I would ever got a record deal without, you know, people recording my songs and getting my name out there and somebody finally saying, well, if you're writing these, why don't you sing them? And uh, that's kind of how it all really took off. Uh, Chilling It was was the first big one, right? And you released yeah, yeah. it. What, but it, it was, t- 13 was when it was released, released. When did you start putting that together? Oh, man. Um, you know, at that point, I'd had, you know, songs recorded by uh, Luke, Thomas Red, FGL. And I uh, when I wrote Chilling It with my buddy Shane Miner, I just kind of, at that point, I knew that if I kept letting people record the songs, I mean, you know, I, I may never you know, make it as an artist, so. That's just kind of what our plan was to um, to just save that one for me, and, and that ended up being our very first one that was played on the radio and kind of got my my name my name out there. But you know, right when I was coming coming up, that music I felt like it was in a different spot. You know, that was kind of the sound and the way. And now I feel like it's you know a little more going back a little more old school, which I love too. So it's uh, it's been a crazy 10 years but to just still be doing it you know and think back chilling it was the very very first one and, and here i am uh you know starting to release album five so it's 
been yeah, and you get, and you get, and you get your, new, your new tour. My my daughter, uh, she just drove from Orange County to Palm Springs. She rides horses, and she said she she we were talking about a breakup in the end, and I was talking about great breakup songs. Um, right. I, actually, we, I was, when I was I'm, I'm older than you, and I said you know we used to have mixtapes. And now, now they send each other, you know, their, a playlist. And I was like, do, yeah. do, do you do you put uh, end of the road on the end of the playlist? Like, what is end of the road? So I played them end of the road. This is like five girls in my house the other night. So they're playing it, <laughs> and my daughter's like, no, we put break up in the end at, at the end of the. So uh, th- wow. that's well, but, tell them thank you. Yeah. So th- I mean, but it, it's a, it's a fascinating song when you put it together. Is there anything? How did that take me through how you write that? Well, that's, I mean, the the process, some songs, you know, obviously you go from personal experience. Sometimes people, you know, you rely on them to, to write it, and they, they kind of tell your story, you know, and that's kind of how that that um, song went. Jesse Joe Dillon, I think, said that um, one of the co-writers on it said that, I don't know if she got the, uh, like, just the idea from some book or something she was reading about. I think it uh, it was some weird title like John Dies in the End or something. She just yeah. thought, I know that's a little weird, but she said, I mean, that's just how songwriters' brains work. She said, um, you know, like you already know the ending, and she thought that was really interesting that, that like the ending is in the title of the book, and she was, you know, related that to a relationship. And even though, you know, if you know it's, it would end, you'd still do it again. I think that's a pretty powerful thought it's just but you just never know songs get created you know out of nowhere sometimes and it's just uh like i said i'm on my way to write this morning and i hope i can write something uh half as good as break up in the end of the day okay so so when you're writing what's your uh, do you get a bunch of coffee um are you know do you are you you know do you want to are you a cold beer guy like what's the setup are you in like a real comfortable room and there are a bunch of people and you're throwing out ideas i'm fascinated by that yeah no i love yeah that's i think a lot of people want to know and i honestly it's a it's different every time like today we'll be at my publishing company and look which has a bunch of different offices and rooms with um you know couches and chairs you you hang out and write in but then uh you know if you're on the road you're on the bus sometimes it gets a little cramped in there you just kind of uh just depends but you know the best and obviously probably won't be any beer today but if you're writing after a show or stuff we um it's definitely a good time to have a cold one and try to come up with a few a few songs and i mean there's been plenty that have been written that way as well so i think you just gotta whenever you're feeling it you can't really force it and uh but uh, we do have a schedule somewhat like today i'm uh booked to write with uh, two of my favorites, so it's going to be fun. So how long is the session if it's scheduled? Uh, God, as short as possible, you hope, but it's just, uh, it depends on, you know, some songs just fall out quick, and you're like, wow, how did that just happen? And then some you spend all day, and, and two hours of it, you're sitting there thinking of, you know, a line in the second verse, trying. you just get stumped, you know, and you just kind of have to keep moving along and try not to, to get hung up on, on one little thing, you know, try to move on to the next part and, and then come back to that. It's just, you know, but you learn as you as you go. And I know it's one of those things, the more you do it, the better you get. But it's still not easy, man. It's uh, it's tough to, to write something, with, especially with all the uh, talent and natural to keep up with, to keep up with that. All right, uh, your, your new your tour this upcoming year in 24 just announced, right? Um, you start in uh, Florida, but you work your way to Canada, all over the country. 
Um, there's a couple festivals, right? You play one, I know, with Aldine and Party. Uh, those guys are awesome. I've seen, I've seen them both and actually hung out with Party a little bit. Um, is there any stop on the tour? You're like, I've never been there, and I'm kind of fired up. Um, on this tour coming up? I, yeah. You know, um, I think we've pretty much been been to a lot of these places. Some of them I, I've never played at this venue in the city, so, I mean, that may be more of a, a thing. But there's a few cities that I'm excited. I love Phoenix, even though it's in July. It's going to be hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> but oh my God. get some golf in. Uh but yeah, there's a, there's a few venues I'm looking forward to. But there's also some shows next year that haven't been announced that are on my bucket list. But sorry, I know that's a tease, but that's all I, I can't really talk about it. So the, 2024, you know, along with this tour and a couple of shows I'm really looking forward to, is um, should be a good year. And you go to playoffpremium.com. You can purchase the premier experience, and it includes tickets uh, along the 50-yard line and an invite to the Champions Party where Cole's going to play a private show, a private show. Um, I know you guys do these things, not necessarily often, but um, have you ever played any, any one of these, like, millionaire billionaires invited to your house and you played, like, a birthday party or something crazy where you're like, I can't believe I'm doing this? <laughs> Yeah, we've done a couple of those, uh, but I mean, I think we've gotten lucky. I mean, usually the families we've done it for have been really cool and um, definitely some pretty sweet setups that they have. But uh, yeah, as long as, I guess those things could be weird if the crowds are different, but it's we've always gotten lucky and everybody's having a good time and uh, honestly some of the most fun ones because we don't get to do those and I guess that's what makes them special. You know, not a lot of people get to uh, see you play by their in the backyard but we've uh, we've done it a couple times um okay do you, uh, who do you think is playing in the national championship game that uh hmm. playoff uh, playoffpremium.com is is uh, selling these tickets for you know uh i'm i'd probably say alabama texas rematch i think that's probably uh what i would say but you know um i, I don't know i guess it could go either way that's just what i would i would lean that way all right, you're a big hat guy. How much time goes into picking your hat on a daily basis? Uh, not it just kind of depends if I'm playing golf or what. I'm I'm usually rocking the Georgia Southern one on stage, so that doesn't really take much thought. But uh, yeah, I guess it just depends on what golf outfit I'm wearing. How how like how many how many do you, when you wake up is it just like a stack of them? Are they all, do you have them like the, you know, the little things that you can put on the wall where they're just hanging up? Like what's, when, when Cole Swindell oh, wakes up and is, uh, oh, it's on the bus? That's just, I mean, I, yeah, I just have like cabinet up the top with, with just hats. I got a bunch of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we as fans, we all think like, oh, this has got to be a big thing. You're like, yeah, no, I just woke up and put on the closest one that matched my, my shirt. That's really yeah, what happened. Okay. Yeah. Easily a Travis Matthew hat or a Georgia Southern hat, easily. So. There, there you go. Both good selections. <laughs> hey, man, listen, yeah. I appreciate your time. This is a great experience for somebody to purchase, and the tour is going to be phenomenal. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. I, I appreciate you having me, though. Y'all have a good one, man. Thanks, Cole. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, 
Here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.